Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we'll be reading Matthew chapter 16 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. Then we'll review the key takeaways and we'll end our session with a prayer. The demand for a sign. The Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He replied, When evening comes, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning, today it will be stormy, for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away. The Yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees When they went across the lake, the disciples forgot to take bread. Be careful, Jesus said to them. Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. They discussed this amongst themselves and said, It is because we didn't bring any bread. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked, You of little faith, why are you talking among yourselves about having no bread? You still not understand? Don't you remember the five loaves for the five thousand? And how many basketfuls you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand? And how many basketfuls you gathered? How is it you don't understand that I was not talking to you about bread? But be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not telling them to guard against the yeast used in bread, but against the teachings of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Peter declares that Jesus is the Messiah. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But what about you? he asked. Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Jesus predicts his death. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed, and on the third day he be, he be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this should never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul. What can anyone give in exchange for their soul? 
For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This is the end of chapter 16. Now let's look at the takeaways. The first takeaway is that we see the Sadducees and the Pharisees asking Jesus for a sign so that they may believe. Jesus rebukes them by telling them that they can tell the weather, but they're extremely poor at interpreting the spiritual meaning of their own scriptures. The coming of the Messiah had been predicted over 30 times, 37 times throughout the Old Testament. Yet, they were incapable of recognizing Jesus as the Messiah when he came to fulfill the scriptures. So, instead, he points them to the sign of the prophet Jonah. And what he's really doing is pointing them to his own death and resurrection, where he would die and rise on the third day. However, Jesus knew that they would neither understand or believe him. So, he left them to go to where his message would be accepted. The second takeaway is Jesus speaking to the disciples to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The disciples mistake this to mean that um, they didn't have any bread with them uh, to feed themselves. Jesus then scolds them for their lack of faith and reminds them of the recent times when, through his own miracles, he fed 5,000 people and fi with five loaves, and another time where he fed 4,000 with seven loaves. So Jesus uh, was talking to them about the hypocrisy in the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. That's what they need to be aware of. On the third takeaway, we see Jesus going to Caesarea Philippi, a Greek town where Jesus and John the Baptist were held in high regard. We read in Matthew 16, verse 13, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And then the response comes in, in verse 14. And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. In Matthew 16, 15, um, Jesus says, He says unto them, But whom say ye that I am? So here Jesus is asking them, But who do you guys say that I am? And then we see Matthew, uh, sorry, Peter answer in Matthew 16, 16, um, saying, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. So Peter was saying, You are the anointed one. You are the Savior of the world. You are the Messiah. And through you, we're going to have everlasting life. In Matthew 16, 17, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. So what this means is that we must have a pure heart, and God must then reveal to us in our spirit who He truly is. We can't understand this with our head. It has to be spiritually. So in order for us to truly understand that God is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and that they're all three of them are one, um, that has to be revealed again by the Almighty. And first, we have to have a pure heart that is ready to, be, to receive that. So in summary, uh, Matthew chapter 16 opens up with the Pharisees and the Sadducees asking Jesus for a sign. Jesus knows that they would not believe even if he gave them a sign from heaven. 
but instead he points them to Jonah, which indirectly is referencing his future death and resurrection. Jesus warns his disciples to be aware of the lies and the hypocrisy of the religious leaders of that time. And then finally, Jesus, for the first time, does a direct proclamation of his deity to his disciple. So this is when he asked Peter, who do you say that I am? And we see Peter immediately answer, uh, and not from an academic point of view, but from a deep conviction, Peter is able to proclaim his strong faith in Jesus and that he is the son of God because God had already revealed himself to Peter in his heart, in his spirit. But in order for God to speak to our spirit, we also must first be ready uh, to receive him and his truth. And therefore, we must prepare ourselves and purify our hearts. So let's end in prayer. Father God, we praise you and we glorify you, Lord. You are the Almighty. You are the creator and giver of life. We ask that you purify our hearts through our faith in you, Jesus. We ask that you, that our spirit be made new again. Open our hearts, Lord, and allow us to receive your truth through the Holy Spirit. Teach us to always be vigilant about the state of our hearts, Lord, so that we avoid being proud, avoid being hateful, resentful, or any other emotional state that would block your grace into our life, Jesus. Keep our hearts pure so that they can receive the love of Jesus, and then we can give that love to our fellow Christians. We ask this in your Son's name, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Matthew chapter 16. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.